Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is James coming to you again tonight with another episode of Diving Into the Heart of God. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you for each one of you. As I always say it, I thank you for those of you that have joined in here with me tonight. That have joined in here with me during the day or whatever the time that it is that you may be viewing this video. Whatever the time of the day that it may be that you're listening to this podcast. You see, to me, that's not what's so important. The important part is that is that you're hearing God speak. And it's not about my words. It's not about the very words that, that come from my mouth. But it's the very words that come from God's heart, ladies and gentlemen. So we could just go on a tangent with that. We could just speak about the goodness of God until he comes back. You see, because we can never scratch the surface. You see, because if the angels are still encompassing God and they're flying around him and they're 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 going around him and and every time they see God in in his holiness in a form of holiness that they've never seen before, they cry out holy holy holy. You see, ladies and gentlemen, and that's the goodness that I'm talking about. You see, the only way that these angels can see it is because they're keeping their eyes on him. And there's so many times, so many times, there's so often times that, that we take our focus off of God. You see, in God, God has never taken his eyes off of us. He's never lost focus on us. You see, even when we drift, you see, he is constantly, he's watching us and he knows how to reel us back in. He knows how to get our attention, ladies and gentlemen. So I ask you this question here tonight as, as we always pose so many questions uh, uh, throughout each and every episode. But the question is, is your focus on God? Is your focus remaining on God? Are you still God? Are, are you still seeing God moving in your life? Are you still seeing God in reference to his word? Is his word forever before your face? Are you staying focused on what his word has written to us? You see, Jesus has said, he said, that man shall not live by bread alone. But he shall live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You see, he didn't say proceeded. He said proceeds. And if it's proceeds, then that means God is still talking, ladies and gentlemen. He's still calling us. So have you kept your attention on him? Have you kept your focus on him? Hallelujah. I don't want to get too far into this tonight. <laughs> see, because I didn't come to preach on that. But I did come to, to uh, excuse me, I did come to, to bring a, a third part to this series in our series of uh, to be strong or be strong or being strong, however that you may want to look at it. You see, but the reality is to be strong, ladies and gentlemen, is to make or to become strong. It's something that, that we have to do, ladies and gentlemen. So are we exercising? Are we enduring the pain that gives us the gain of, of the strength of God to be able to walk in the fullness of His Word, to be able to walk in light, to be able to refuse darkness, to, to shun away darkness, to have no part of it. But I don't want... 
I don't want to re-preach my messages again and again and again. You see, because if, if, if you want a full recap or if you want uh, the fullness and details, then you'll have to go back and we'll place links up here in the screen and uh, in the top right corner. And, and we'll, we'll put links at the end of this video uh, that you may be able to go back and listen to them as well. But tonight, we're going to move on into uh, the third part of our series. But before we, go on, before we do that, ladies and gentlemen, we're just going to go to God in prayer. We're just going to humble ourselves before Him. We're just going to invite Him to come in and to take over this message, to take over uh, uh, my lips, to take over the very words uh, that will be spoken tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, I will say to me, this word, <laughs> the third part of this series is, 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 is so good. It's better than what I had perceived that it would be. You see, but just as I begin to dive into God's heart, as I begin to seek revelation from God, God showed up. And I'll say this before we pray. If you if you miss episode one, or if you still don't have the understanding of, of what grace is, what God's grace is, I suggest that you go back to episode one of the Be Strong series and find out what grace is. Follow me in scripture to hear what Holy Spirit has to say about God's empowerment. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let us go to the Lord in prayer and let's just seek Him. And let Him do exactly what He desires to do right here through this message, right here through this word, right now in your life, right now in your family's life. Because the decision that you make today, ladies and gentlemen, it will affect you tomorrow. It will affect you next week. It will affect you next year. It will affect you in five years from now. And it will affect you when you stand before God, ladies and gentlemen. You see, but it also affects people around you. It affects your family. It affects your loved ones. It affects your kids, your spouse, your husband, your wife, your parents. So let us pray, ladies and gentlemen. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you, Father. One more time. One more time, Lord, this day. Lord, that I have the opportunity to call upon your name. Your name, Father. Your name that is really your word. Your word is your name. Your word is your character. Your word is who you are. Lord, as we, your children, Lord, come here tonight, Lord, we come on behalf of the needs that we have, Lord, physically, mentally, spiritually. Hallelujah. Lord, a word that we need to hear, Lord, here tonight has been prepared and it is about to be delivered. 
But Lord, as we stand in all of who you are, Lord, as we just continue, Lord, to, to dwell upon your presence, as we, Lord, just continue, Lord, to, to dwell upon your goodness, as we dwell, Lord, upon your grace, Lord, that as Paul said, that, that your grace is sufficient, Father. Lord, your empowerment, Lord. Lord, your divine power, Lord. Your empowerment, Lord, is sufficient for me. It is more than enough. Lord, and anything that is more than enough, Father, Lord, Lord, that means that there's an overflow. Lord, we sit here tonight, Lord. Lord, and we ask that, that this grace would be sufficient to us tonight. Lord, that your grace would, would overflow, Father, Lord, in our listening, in our hearing tonight, in our seeing. Lord, that we would see you the way that you desire, Lord, for us to see you to see your word Lord to be revealed before our very eyes to be revealed before our spiritual eyes Holy Spirit give us the ears to hear what you desire for us to hear what the Father has been speaking to us for so long that he has spoken through his word that he has spoken through the prophets that he has spoken through the ministers and the very words that our Father has spoke to us in our prayer time, in our alone time, in our conviction time. The very word that will bring change to our life. So many things in this life, Lord, that in the physical Lord, that change can't take place unless something happens. You see that there's a something that has to happen, Father. Lord, and we're asking, Lord, tonight, Lord, that, Lord, that your grace happens to us. Lord, that that change is introduced into us, uh, Lord, tonight. Introduced to our lives. Lord, let us see you in a way, Lord, that we have never seen you. You see, because, Lord, if we continue to see you in the same way, Lord, it becomes redundant. It, it, it just becomes boring and mundane, Lord, to so many people. Lord, and so many people are, are seeking afresh. Lord, pour out your fresh anointing upon us. Lord, and as you have spoken in your word, Lord, Lord, that you can't pour new wine into old wineskins. Because if you do, it will bust. So Lord, tonight, Lord, to, to receive this fresh wine, to receive this fresh anointing, Father, Lord, there's something in us that has to be renewed here tonight. Let us be renewed, Lord, in your spirit. Let us be renewed in mind. Lord, the very words that will come forth here tonight, Lord, let, the, let them be your words, Lord. Nothing that James has to say, but the very words that you have desired to speak to us, Lord. From the very, from the very, very, very beginning of time. Lord, bless me tonight. Lord, that I would bring forth your word, Lord, the way that you have spoken it to me. 
Lord, need Lord that I would not add, nor Lord would I take away. But Lord, that I would also hear, Lord, the words that you are speaking as well. Bless these few moments of time, Lord, that we spend here together seeking your name, seeking your face, seeking your character. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify you. And we honor you, Lord. Lord, we ask it all in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, God is in this place. God has a right now word for you. He has a right now word for me. And he desires to speak this word to you here tonight. So if you would just come hungry, you see, because the only way that you can be filled, ladies and gentlemen, you see, you, you can eat, but you can't be filled unless you're hungry and you're thirsty for his righteousness, ladies and gentlemen. You can eat and you can partake, but you will never not, you will never get what the Lord has desired for you until you become hungry for his word, until you become hungry for his presence. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I kind of, <laughs> we're around the 14 minute mark, but you know what? That's fine. We're, we're going to bring forth God's word here tonight. And, and, and I pray if you have a pen and a pad and if you're uh, uh, available, uh, maybe take notes. As always, I will leave the, uh, uh, a description. I will leave the scripture that I use uh in, in in the uh, in the comment section below of of my comment section and you're welcome to leave your comments as well uh you see but the reality of that is i'm still gonna bring forth god's word either way doesn't matter how many likes we get how many shares how many comments we get I've been, I have been called to bring forth God's word and to make disciples of all men, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight, we're here to make disciples. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, as we continue in this series and, uh, and as we have already spoken already, that, that our, our series is entitled To Be Strong or Be Strong or To Become Strong. And the subtitle that we have here tonight is uh, Truth and Righteousness. And ladies and gentlemen, we're finally going to break ground and we're going to begin to talk about the armor of God. I am so excited about this very word that God has revealed to me. And I pray that he would reveal the very same word to you, that he would reveal more than what he has already spoken to me. You see, because if God speaks it to speaks it to you in a certain way, you see, but He wants to speak a little bit deeper with you. He wants to conversate with you. You see, and and and, and when we conversate with someone, it's not a dialogue, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry, it's not a monologue. It's a dialogue. I got that. I almost got that backwards. It's not just a not just a you speak to Him and then that's it. Or he speaks to you and then that's it. Ladies, it's a conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's conversation. 
and you both have things to say and you both have things to hear so let us go on i really wish i had a cup of water right now uh, but i didn't get one and uh, that's my own fault so if so if i get a little dry and parched if i just begin to stumble over my words a little bit just bear with me and uh, we're just going to keep right, just pushing right on in. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here we are in Ephesians chapter 6. Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, we'll begin with verse 13. So we'll read verses 13 and 14. And in, in, our, last, in our last episode, we talked about knowing who your enemy is. And our enemy is, is not our brother and our sister. It's not our neighbors. It's not our our. our, our, our our, our kids it's not our parents it's it's not uh our parents i think i just said it. it's it's not our spouse it's not our boss it's not our employer it's not our co-workers it's not the person that's driving down the road next to you right now it's not the person that's in the store that may have cut you off you see our battle in the fight that we have is against the principalities it's against the devil Ladies and gentlemen, it's against, it's against his demons. It's against his minions. And the only way to be able to conquer, the only way to be able to overcome them is through God's armor. And, and God's armor is very effective. But ladies and gentlemen, it must be used. And we're going to talk about how to begin to use the armor here tonight. So we'll just go ahead and just dive right on in in Ephesians chapter 6 verse 13 it says therefore put on every piece of God's armor so that you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil then after the battle you will be standing firm verse 14 stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness so ladies and gentlemen as, as we just begin to look into verse 14 see because Last week we, we read over verse 13 and we talked about that already. You see, and now we're just going to jump right on into verse 14. And verse 14 says, it says to stand your ground, ladies and gentlemen. And to, to stand your ground, the, the translation that, that you would really say it in this way, to stand your ground. It is, it is the opposite of falling, ladies and gentlemen. You see, the, the opposite of falling means you have to keep your balance. It means that, that your footing has to be correct, ladies and gentlemen. And all the way to keep from falling is to remain standing, to stay conscious of, of your depth perception of between you and the ground and the obstacles are that, that are around you. And the, uh, uh, the, the synonyms for, for standing your ground uh, is uh, to abide, to continue, to stay, to endure, to be strong. You know, we had already talked about being strong. You see, that's exact. That's exactly how Paul had begun this letter to uh, the church of Ephesus was to to be strong in the Lord, to be strong in the Lord. You see, and to stand your ground, ladies and gentlemen. He he just he reemphasized again, and to be strong is 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 to make or to become strong. To stand your ground is to abide. To abide, ladies and gentlemen. To continue. And if you abide in something, that means you dwell in something. You dwell. If you want to continue, that means you are proceeding in the direction that you're going. You're in a forward march. You're in a, a, in a, in a stance of moving forward. So stand your ground, ladies and gentlemen. 
You see, it's it's just the devil. There's nothing about him that, that, that you need to be scared of. There's nothing that you need to fret about because if you're walking in God, if you're walking in the fullness of God, if you're walking in God's commandments, if you're continuing in and if, and if you are abiding, you see so many people look at the devil as an equal to God. You see, and there is nothing that is equal to God, ladies and gentlemen. You see, the Satan has, he's already been judged. And his judgment is the lake of fire. He is no equal to God. And your strength comes from God. And as your strength comes from God, ladies and gentlemen, you are able to, to conquer. You see, my Bible says that that. that we are more than conquerors. And if and if we are more than conquerors, ladies and gentlemen, that means I didn't just barely succeed. I didn't just uh, barely overcome. I didn't just barely uh, meet the mark. I didn't just barely win the fight, ladies and gentlemen. I overcame. I won. I defeated the enemy by a large margin. You see, so many people have lost focus of who they are in Christ. But see, tonight we're here to tell you, we're here to remind you, we're here to encourage you, ladies and gentlemen, to be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in God's grace. Allow God to work through you. Allow God to work in you. Allow God's grace to be sufficient in your life, ladies and gentlemen. Let me continue here. The antonyms to uh, to stand in your ground, as we've already talked about, it was to fall or to to fall short, to cease or to wander. You see, if the devil can, if if, if you're in a fight, and if you can ever get someone to quit beating up on you, then you have a chance to recover. You see, but. We don't have time. The time that we're living in right now, the age that we're living in, ladies and gentlemen, we don't have time to, to give the devil any breathing room. You see, and that's why I constantly come back over and over and over again with God's Word. I constantly come back over and over and over again with God's message so that you may be strengthened, so that you can be the overcomer, so that you can be more than an overcomer hallelujah john chapter 8 verses 31 uh, jesus said to the people who believed in him he said you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free Ladies and gentlemen, uh, in John chapter 8, verse 31, this is the very word that Jesus himself had to speak. Anyone that, that has a, a, a uh, red letter Bible will know that, that that was the very words that Jesus had spoke. That you are to remain in me. And he said, you are truly my disciples. You see, because if he said that, that truly... Then, then, then that means if there's a true believer, then that means there are false believers. There are true followers and there are false followers. He said, but the way to, to be able to distinguish between the two is to, to remain in his word, to remain in him. You see John 1 and 1, he said, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. 
If we are to remain in Him, we are to remain in His Word. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to beat you up here tonight. I'm here to encourage you and, and to give you the encouragement that, that, that if you've not been remaining in God, right now is your opportunity. Right now is your time to carpe diem. It's your time to seize the moment. Ladies and gentlemen, the only way that, that we can stand our ground is to, to remain in Christ. You see, we can't be one that, that falls away. We can't one that, that, that we can't be the one that ceases to follow him. We can't be the one that, that ceases to read his word. We can't be the one that, that ceases to pray. We can't be the one that ceases to testify. We can't be the one that, that ceases. We can't be the one that, that falls short of God's glory. We can't be the one that, that falls short, that gives up, that does not endure. You see, my Bible says, those that endure to the end, ladies and gentlemen, Lord, that they shall be saved. All the way to the end, ladies and gentlemen. All the way. And unless you walk with Christ, unless you remain in Him all the way, you are not truly his disciple. We don't want to be classified as, as a false follower of Christ. And a false follower of Christ, ladies and gentlemen, is just really said this way, a hypocrite. And the translation for the Greek word of hypocrite is a play actor, one who pretends. We don't want to be a pretender, ladies and gentlemen. We're either going to be for God all the way or we're not going to be for Him at all. You see, when I lived in sin, I was a sinner and I sinned and I practiced sinning. But when I became a new creation, when I became a new creature, when I became a new species, when I became my Father's Son, He placed His spiritual DNA in me and I began to portray His characters. I begin to talk just like my father. I begin to act just like my father. See, ladies and gentlemen, what I was doing and what I'm doing and what so many of you out there right now is what you're doing is, is you're remaining in God. And you have been classified as a true follower. Let me continue on here to... to, to um, We've done, we done talked about that. We done talked about the synonyms and anonyms of that. And we're just going to keep on reading. Now, I do want to read this version. You know, I just, I just read, excuse me, John 8, 31. And I read it from the NLT. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, I really like the TPT version, which is the Passion Translation. And the, 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 <laughs> the TPT reads it this way. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. This is so beautiful. He said, when you continue to embrace all that I teach, you prove that you are my true followers. For if you embrace the truth, it will release more freedom into your lives. You see, ladies and gentlemen, the way that we can become free is to accept the truth. To accept the truth and 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 in, in our next portion of Scripture here is 
we're going to find out what, what Jesus had to speak about what truth was and, 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 and someone that questioned what truth was. But if we embrace the truth, ladies and gentlemen, if we continue to embrace the truth, we are true followers of Christ. Embrace means to, to take a hold of. Hallelujah. We have to remain in God. And as we remain in Him, He remains in us. And as we spoke here, you know, Jesus said in John chapter 18, John chapter 18, 18 verse 37, this was the time when, when Jesus was standing before Pontius Pilate and, and He was about to, to be sentenced. And this was a conversation that, you see, Jesus didn't speak too much. You see, but when the right questions are asked, you see, God's Word begins to, to come out and it begins to speak. You see, but John chapter 18, verse 37, Jesus responded, uh, You say that I am a king. Actually, I was born and came into the world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognize that what I say is true. Then Pilate responded. He said, what is truth? You see, but ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the truth is that Jesus came to be a witness to the truth. He came to testify the truth. Jesus himself was truth. He said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the truth. And as we are speaking about the, the, the belt of truth, you see, in the belt, the belt is, is the part of the armor, or, or for even now, for us, for us gentlemen, uh, and, and nothing against the ladies, but it's the part of the armor that holds the pants up. It's the part of the armor uh, that keeps most of the armor intact. And, and unless the armor's intact, then, then it, it, it leads open, open areas. We have to embrace the truth, ladies and gentlemen. And, and truth is having faith, belief, and knowledge of God's Word. Truth is the pinnacle of God's armor. The belt was the focal point that held most of the other armor in place. Without knowing the truth of God's grace, we are in a place of certain doom. Leaving ourselves exposed to the wounded, exposing ourselves to be wounded or killed by our enemy, Satan. You see, that's exactly what Satan desires to do is that he is, he's walking to and fro and he's looking for someone to devour. You see, the things that, that Satan is trying to do is he's looking for someone to, to steal from, someone to, to kill from, and someone to devour, ladies and gentlemen. Have you placed yourself in a situation where Satan is trying to devour you? You see, maybe, we, maybe you haven't received the fullness of the truth. You see, and, and God being the truth. God said, let my word be truth and every man a lie. God is truth, ladies and gentlemen. And unless God is the center point, unless he is the, the main thing that, that holds it all together, then there's so many other pieces of the armor that's just not going to work the way that it was meant to work. We, allow, we have to allow truth. We have to allow truth. to be a part of our lives, ladies and gentlemen. 
knowing, knowing who we are in God, knowing the truth of God's Word. Let us continue on here. John chapter 16, verse 12. Jesus also spoke this word to the disciples. And the very word that he spoke here, ladies and gentlemen, he said, he said, there is so much more that I would like to teach you, that I would like to say to you, but it is, but it's more than what you can grasp at this moment. But when the truth given spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak his own message, but only what he hears from the Father. And he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. Ladies and gentlemen, the spirit of truth is here with us now. The spirit of truth, ladies and gentlemen, is the Holy Spirit. And he is the revealer of truth. And, and, and he, will, he will give testimony. He will give witness to who Jesus is in our life. You see, and he doesn't speak anything of his own free will, but what he does speak is, is what he hears the Father speak. And so many of us, I'll put myself in this scenario as well, ladies and gentlemen, we leave Holy Spirit out. We leave Holy Spirit out. We, we leave out the truth of the matter and Holy Spirit he is the revealer of all truth to reveal means something to to under uh, 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 undercover something or to uncover something to reveal means to to give revelation you see and revelation comes from God and this revelation is spoken to us through Holy Spirit righteousness ladies and gentlemen as 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 we're just going to move right on into the next part of our piece of our armor that that we have learned here tonight to know what truth is and to allow truth to work in our life to work uh in our battles against satan knowing who we are knowing who jesus is knowing that that his blood was shed for us that we may have life and that we may have life more abundantly lord right now not when he returns see because we won't need to conquer anything then but right now right now we stand in a need and we stand in a time where we must conquer and the only way to be more than overcomer is to receive this truth ladies and gentlemen let us move on to righteousness it is the breastplate of righteousness and and righteousness it, it covers all of our vital organs it covers our, our, our stomach. It covers our liver. It, 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 it protects us from up front to our kidneys. It protects our heart. It protects our lungs, ladies and gentlemen. And, and here's what righteousness is, ladies and gentlemen. Righteousness is, is just living. It's right living. It is a standard of right living. It's one that stands in opposition of lawlessness. And, and, and we'll find out what lawlessness is, ladies and gentlemen. But righteousness is living right. It's living to the standards of God and not the standards of man as we have spoke about in our previous series. And the last part of that series we talked about, uh, is it good or is it God? You see, because good without God is not good enough. 
You see, and when we, when we live in God's righteousness, when we live in God's right standards, when we live in the standards that God has set before us, then we begin to protect all of these vital parts of our body. Spiritually, we begin to, we begin to protect so much that Satan has tried to come up against you see, because if you really want to kill someone, if, if when you were in battle, when the Romans were in the battle, or when um, uh, any part of any time throughout history, when you're in battle, you didn't want to inflict injury. You wanted to kill, and to kill, you had to go for the vital organs. You had to begin to, to puncture them, to rupture them. And that led to certain death. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where Satan is trying to attack us at. He's trying to attack us in these areas. You see, but as long as we walk in the righteousness of God, as, as long as we walk in the standards that God has laid out before us, ladies and gentlemen, then we will be protected. Let me continue here. Lawlessness. We talked about that, that righteousness is one that stands in opposition of lawlessness. And one that stands and one that opposes. To oppose means to, 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 to be contrary, to, to contradict, to be against. And to be righteous, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what 1 John chapter 3, verse 4 says. And we'll read a couple verses and, and we'll just go from here. First uh, uh, John chapter 3, verse 4, and, and, and it reads like this, ladies and gentlemen. Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. You see, as we just spoke about, that righteousness is one that opposes sin. They oppose lawlessness. They they stand against they don't approve of it they don't approve of the appearance of it they don't approve of the act of it doesn't mean that they don't love the individual it means that we don't like the sin and as we have spoken when we begin to to view sin in the same reference that God views it ladies and gentlemen then we'll begin to respond to it in the very same way let us continue on here verse 5 and you know that he was manifested to take away our sins and in him there is no sin whoever abides well here we're talking about this word abides again in other words to abide means to remain to continue one who stands whoever abides in him does not sin whoever sin has neither seen him nor known him little children let no one deceive you he who practices righteousness is righteous just as he is righteous he who sins is of the devil for the devil has sinned from the beginning for this purpose the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil whoever whoever has been born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has not because he has been born of God in this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifested whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God nor is he 
who does not love his brother ladies and gentlemen and now this was the the apostle john and the apostle john was considered the beloved of jesus christ he was known as the one that jesus loved he was the one that was really like a brother you see he was the one that mary jesus mother was left to to be a son to and this was john the apostle john the disciple john and the very words that he spoke here ladies and gentlemen he said he who practices righteousness is righteous you see to to be righteous you have to practice righteousness you have to practice right living and the only way to to be right you see, as we read in, in, in the first part of this series that, that Peter had said that we may be able to live a life that's pleasing unto God. And it's through God's divine power, ladies and gentlemen. We can't do this on our own. We can't do it within our own ability. But we can do it through God. We can do it through God's grace, His empowerment, His divine power. And whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God. You see, ladies and gentlemen, there's something you have to do. You have to practice. You have to practice, ladies and gentlemen. You have to practice being right before God. Doesn't mean that you always get it right, but that means that you're doing it. You're striving. You're pushing in. You're pressing in. You're not giving up. You're enduring. You're going all the way to the end, ladies and gentlemen. And you're not going to be distracted. You're not going to be distracted by what's going on on your left and on your right. But you're going to keep your focus straight towards God. And you're going to walk in such a manner that He's called us all to. He said to be holy. Be holy because I'm holy. That's a tall order, ladies and gentlemen. And the only way for us to walk in holiness is to allow God to be holiness in our life. Holiness is not a position. It's a way that we live, ladies and gentlemen. So much more that in my mind that that I feel like I want to say you see but the reality here tonight ladies and gentlemen is I have laid out everything that God has spoken to me everything that I had in my notes everything that that God has uh, uh, spiritually shown me while we've sat here tonight and there there's so much that God desires to do in your life you see but you have to let him ladies and gentlemen he's a gentleman He's not going to force himself on you. What does it profit a man? If he gains the whole world and he loses his soul, what will it profit you, ladies and gentlemen, if you gain all of the friends, if you gain the popularity of this world, if you have a big bank account? What does it profit you if you have 5,000 people in your church? What does it profit you if you have 5,000 followers on Facebook? What does it profit you if you have a million views on your YouTube page? What will it profit you 
if you don't have the righteousness of God, if you're not walking in God's righteousness, you see, it's going to be just like everything else. It's going to fade away. It's going to cease to exist. There's only one thing that's going to remain, ladies and gentlemen, and that's God's Word. Heaven and earth will pass away before God's Word does. Excuse me. So I pray here tonight that if you don't know God the way that He wants you to know Him, right now is your opportunity, ladies and gentlemen, to seek Him while He may be found. You see, because He's knocking. He's knocking on your heart's door. He's desiring to come in and to break bread and to dine with you. Will you let Him, ladies and gentlemen? That's the only decision that you can make. As we close in prayer here tonight, before we part ways, we want to give you that opportunity that if you don't know Him, and you can just simply just re repeat these words after me, or you repeat them the way that, that God gives them to you. Dear Lord, I am a sinner. I have sinned. I have sinned against you alone. And Lord, I know, Lord, that I stand before you. And I'm not where I need to be with you, Father. But tonight, Lord, at this moment, Lord, I desire to know you. I desire to make you my Lord. I ask you to come in to cleanse me from my sin, to cleanse me from my own righteousness, to wash me, to purify me, to cleanse me, and to make me white as snow. Right now, Lord, by faith, I receive you and I make you Lord of my life. And from this moment, Lord, I will take up my cross and I will follow and walk just as you have walked. And I thank you in Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, let us know in the comments below. You see, because there's other people that wants to pray for you just as much as I do. If you don't leave a comment, if you don't let me know, that's fine. But you let someone know. Find you a, a faith-believing church, a Bible-believing church, and you just dive right on into God. Daily, I challenge you to pick up God's Word, to make it a part of your life, to take up your cross and to follow Him. Ladies and gentlemen, you've got this. You've got this. Begin to walk in God's grace and let Him work through you the very things that He has always desired. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, let us pray here tonight and we'll dismiss. Dear glorious and heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that here tonight.
Lord, that you have been with us. Lord, that you have came tonight, Lord, and that you have broke bread. Lord, regardless of, of whatever may be happening in this video or in any audio, Lord, you are still in the midst. Lord, and there's the very word that you have spoken, Lord, tonight. Lord, and so many people, Lord, you have empowered, that you have empowered, Lord, to, Lord, that they may know what truth is and that they may know what righteousness is. And Lord, by faith, Lord, we receive these items. We receive this armor, Lord, that you have given to us. Lord, and as we exercise it, Lord, Lord, we remain, we become strong, we continue in, and we do the opposite of falling, Lord. We become aware. Lord, bless us as we part ways here tonight. Lord, that you will bring us back safely. Well, yet, Lord, another opportunity to dive into your heart, to continue, Lord, into this series, to minister, Father, Lord, to those, Lord, that are hungry. Lord, bless us, Lord, as we just give you the glory, the honor, the praise, the thanksgiving, because, Lord, we ask it in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord. Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for being here with me. Do me a favor, uh, rate me, subscribe to me, uh, leave a comment. Uh, it doesn't do anything for me, and I'm not interested in it doing anything for me. But here's what I'm interested in, is that it gives the opportunity for us to fall into an algorithm where people can find us more easily, whether it's YouTube, whether it's uh, through Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or, or CastBox or iHeartRadio whatever the platform may be do that favor for me but more importantly do it for your fellow man that needs to hear this very word as well again I thank you for being here with me tonight and until we meet again God bless you I love you and good night